topic that often comes up um, in this podcast, and I'd love to get your view on it, and that is the need to educate flat buyers and flat owners, um, or 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 people buying um, property that has um, common areas, of what their responsibilities are and what the role of the factor is. Um, do you agree with that? And if so, what what, what do you think about it? Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm not sure educates the right word. I think making people aware of the responsibilities, but that, you know, comes probably way before they've even bought the property. Yeah. Um, and there is, you know, there has been changes afoot over the past past few years where, you know, historically you would see people coming in, they had no idea who the factor was or that they even had a factor. And um, then, you know, the first thing is maybe a notification of a, an introductory letter, which, you know, certainly we do, and I'm, I'm sure everyone else does as well. And you would get a phone call saying, uh, who are you and what are you talking about? Um, so it has to start probably way before in terms of don't think your obligations in terms of a property issue, your mortgage and your council tax. You, know, you have yeah. to be thinking, you have to budget. That's the big thing. Um, because, you know, certainly with the world's going at the moment um, and, you know, uh, cost of living and so on, and, and there's, there's not a lot of spare funds for people. Um, before making such a commitment to a property, you have to be aware of, you know, a wee bit further down the line, you could be looking at additional maintenance costs, um, which could be, you know, something even just like redecorating the property to something a bit more significant. You know, if, if we do need to, to look at a new roof, if there, has, there is going to be, you know, major stonework repairs, um, you know, you have to budget for that and you have to look ahead. There's been something that's been kicking about, you know, property management for a whole number of years in terms of looking at, uh, I think, building MOT is essentially what we've yeah. always been trying to... And PMES have been banging that drum for a number of years. I think the penny's dropping a lot of places, and it might be something we see um, where people need to be thinking ahead. Um, you know, you do it for your cars, you do it for other things where you, um, you're you proactive about it. So it should be something, you know, let's look at my property. What am I going to have to be considering here in three, five, ten years' time? Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Actually, we have, we interviewed Annie Flint on here oh, a number of months ago. Yeah. And one of the things that she said was that she wanted to see the home report actually grow um, a bit more to actually talk about the common areas. Because, yeah. because you know, that's the only, whether you agree with that or don't agree with that, it would certainly it would certainly mean that homeowners got a view of something other than that square in the building that they're, that, that, that they're actually buying. Yeah, because yeah. they don't. I mean, that's the thing. You don't just buy if you if you're in common property. You don't just buy it like the like you say the the, the box in yeah. commas that you're living in. Uh-huh. Um, it is your staircase. It's your roof. It's your gardens. And there could be areas you don't even see. Um, yeah. Particularly with modern housing developments, you know, most now will have play areas in them. Yeah, and they could be quite a distance away from where your property is. You might not have kids. You might not ever have to use it. But you have a liability towards it, and yeah. you have a liability to maintain it and ultimately pay for it. So yeah, I think it's one of these things where you know it's probably slowly changing a wee bit. I think it would I would really like it to move a lot faster because it would make things a lot easier for people. Because you do it, there is a point where you you know people are coming in and they just don't realise what they've committed to. Yeah, yeah. And that can that can be a real problem. Yeah, I think the, the the one the one that I think catches a lot of people out that we that we did, that I didn't mention that well maybe slightly is the downsizers. You know, the people yep. who have owned a, <laughs> owned, owned a five bed house in a 
in a street for or, or whatever size house in the street for for 30 years the, the the street was adopted by the council they don't even know what a property factor is and then yeah. you know they move into a a development they bought another house they moved into a development and then suddenly there's a um a factor who's then because it because it's not adopted and the yeah. factor needs to look after the grass i think these guys i was having a conversation with someone i can't remember who it was and where it was but it was a a person in industry, I think she maybe was an accountant or some of that, and and I, and I mentioned what I did for a living, and 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 um, said to me that, oh yeah, I, I you know I've been paying this company for 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 years, and then some work we did done, and I and they asked me to pay for it, and it's like, <laughs> you know, it's not a charity, you know what I mean? So I, I do think that there's, um, I, I do think that there's 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 definite, I mean, whether you call it education or awareness, there's definitely a need for people to understand more. What mm. happens, and that you're right. That needs to happen pre, you know, them actually signing missives. You know, yeah. they need to they need to understand what they get themselves into. And it is, it's, it's something that you know, particularly in Glasgow. And I remember having a conversation with, with David Doran and David Reed about it. I think we were part of the focus group or something. But looking at the sort of tenement stock in the city, um, mm. where Glasgow has so many stunning buildings, absolutely phenomenal architecture, historic buildings throughout the city, and a lot of them are being allowed to deteriorate um, for probably a lack of funding um, and yeah. maybe not a lack of will but if you're approaching a group of homeowners and you know asking for a significant sum of money um it can take a while and in the meantime obviously the building is um yeah. you know is is, is deteriorating and yeah. um, because obviously we, we have a really great relationship with Glasgow city council their sort of funding schemes are fantastic um yeah. but it's not a you know infinite pot of money um, yeah. So these things, we have to look ahead in these things and think, what is this city going to be like in 5, 10, 20 years' time? Yeah. And how do we look at maybe stopping that rot um, so that these buildings don't get to the point where, it, you know, the, the cost of maintaining is is just out with the reach of, of, of your normal homeowner? No, no, you're right, you're right. I, actually, just one more just one more thing before we get <coughs> on to Jackson's three quirky questions, which I'm really looking forward to, by the way. Um, and, um, and yeah, I always remember when when I was looking for a flat with Sarah, who you know, yeah. and, and we walked up to the front of a building, and she's obviously, in, uh, she's a commercial property manager, but um, or by trade anyway, yeah, she doesn't do that anymore. But um, um, and, and we were standing outside this flat, looking at, looking at this building, and I was like, oh, it's a cracking looking building. And she looked at the top and said, there's three trees growing out of the gutters at this building. So, you know, it's an instant, it's an instant kind of um, red flag as to how is that, is that building being looked after? Is that building not being looked after? Yeah. And you know something, I would never even have thought about it. I'd never yeah. even have thought about it. And we walked away from it actually. And and and, and I've, I've heard since that there's, um, from people who we knew, knew live in there, that there's been, you know, there was, it was, there was neglect, you know, yeah. of that of that building, and and you know, if you if you just spend the money when you're as as you're going, it's far cheaper in the long run than the build to repair the um, um, the deterioration. Yeah, yeah, it's like prevention. Yeah, better than better than cure, and that's the thing yeah. where, and we do that. Obviously, you've had the benefit of having Sarah's eye on that. Although, considering you've worked. With this industry for nearly thirty years, I'm disappointed. You <laughs> didn't notice a tree in the gutter, um, but you know we, we do that. It's just habit, and I'm sure every property manager does it. Where you're just driving about or walking about, and you, you just clock things on buildings. Um, it's just force of habit now, I think. Yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Right, well, that's been great. Thanks for my, thanks for answering my questions. Mm-hmm.